Welcome to a powerful encounter with the Word of God, brought to you by Eastwood Annabelle. Today my message is starving, starvation in the church. Starving, starvation in the church. It's, it's a very interesting topic. Starving, starvation in the church. What I'm trying to say is that there's starvation in the church. There is a hunger in the church. There is a need in the church. People are needy. People are in the church. They don't have money. They don't have food. They don't have shelter. They don't have clothing. It's a reality. They are there. Sometimes believers want to pretend, but the problems are there in the church. People are hungry. People are naked. People have no accommodation. People have no food. People have no money. So, that is starvation. And we want to starve starvation. So, my first use of the word starve means eliminate. So, if I didn't want to confuse you, my title would have been eliminating starvation in the church. But because I want to confuse you a little bit, I said starving starvation in the church. So that at least it, it makes it more interesting. So, starving, starvation in the church. In the early days, when the apostles preached and there was an explosion, there was an explosion of numbers from 120 people, 3,000 were added, another 5,000 was added. They just kept multiplying. And the more they multiplied, the more needy people came into the church. And when Jesus preached to the multitude, like the 5,000, the 10,000, the 15,000, a lot of them were needy people. A lot of them, many times he had to feed them. And so we have a situation in the church where people come and we talk about explosion in numbers. But truly, many of these people who come in the explosion of numbers and we are believing God that people should come into our church, people should come into our church. Unless you belong to some of the seriously metropolitan communities, in a lot of the places where we do evangelism, many of the people are going to come and they are in need. They are poor. They don't have accommodation. They don't have anything. So the Bible said that the gospel is preached to the poor. I know some people try to turn the poor and make it look like the poor means they're spiritually poor. But the Bible didn't say that. The gospel is really preached to the poor. And the poor are the needy people in this world. Because you know what? There will be no point in being poor on earth. And then you die and go to hell at the same time. So he said even if a poor man didn't have money on earth. And didn't have food. And didn't have clothing. At least the poor man should have the gospel. But when that poor man comes into the church. Or that poor woman. We are supposed to look after that poor man. That poor woman. And in the days of, of, the, of, of Paul and others. The poor really came into the church. And when they came, they had to take care of them. So Peter preached. Peter, Paul, I will soon get to Paul. But Peter preached and there was this mighty revelation and move, sorry, revolution and explosion. And the power of the Holy Ghost swept across the place. And the Bible said when they began to gather, they came together and the Bible said that neither was there anyone among them who lacked anything? For as many as were possessors 
of lands or houses sold them and brought the prizes of the things that were sold and laid them at the apostles feet and distribution was made unto every man according as he had need so the bible said neither was there anyone among them who lacked anything that means that these people starved starvation they killed starvation they took starvation out of their midst today i heard um pastor chris isaka talking about the fact that the church sometimes has no strategy the truth is we don't have strategy to eliminate poverty and hunger and misery from our midst but when i get to the end of this scripture i will show you paul the apostle had a strategy he had a strategy i believe that poverty starvation hunger can be killed in the church if we had a strategy if we had strategy we'll be able to eliminate starvation we'll be able to starve starvation from the church the bible said neither was there any among them who lacked anything neither was there any among them that lacked that means if the people were eight thousand there was nobody who lacked anything it didn't say majority it didn't say many he said no one no one can you imagine if i can stand here in um, the desert pastures and say here in desert pastures there is nobody who lacks everybody has accommodation everybody has food everybody has clothing everybody can take care of their children's school fees if any of them need something for medical they can afford it and i can stand here and say in our church there is no one who lacks anything many local churches in around the world cannot say this that neither is there anybody among us who lack anything and i'm praying that as god builds us up as a family at the kia level i pray that anytime we come online there will not be anybody who lacks anything oh i thought i would hear somebody say an amen so, so, somewhere if you were saying an amen wherever you are i would have heard you by now although although i can't see you but neither was there any among them that lacked and the reason they didn't lack was because as many as had lands sold them so and brought the prices of the things that were sold and laid them at the apostles feet so the first one he says is that as many as had lands that means there was sufficiency some of the people had sufficiency some of them had more than enough as many as had lands and lands represents things like physical property intellectual property gifts and abilities the things that god has blessed us with as many as had money as many as had resources whether it be mental resources natural resources physical resources as many as had land now the question i want to ask is how many of us have lands how many of us have money how many of us have food if i was to ask you a question how many of us tonight that are listening to me have ten thousand ghana cities have ten thousand dollars have ten thousand pounds it may be that it will be few of us it will be few of us if i ask how many of you listening to me live in your own house it will be few how many of you have lands 
on which you have not built anything yet and the land is yours the numbers will be few so the bible said as many as had lands so i pray in jesus name that as you are listening to me through this period of the corona in the midst of the corona pandemic uh, now people are saying that we are getting out of the pandemic stage but in the midst of all this corona challenge i pray in the name of jesus christ that you will have all sufficiency may you receive enough land may you receive enough money receive enough food receive enough clothing so that when we are blessing others and giving to others you too will be in the capacity to give in the mighty name of jesus come on clap your hands wherever you are and praise the name of jesus so the bible said as many as hard lands the next time they are counting as many as had lands may you be one of them i said may you be one of them when they are counting as many as now it means that if for example you are in desert pastures our ability to starve starvation our ability to eliminate starvation depends on the number of us who have lands and houses and food it means that in this church if we have 300 people who have enough houses and lands and food will be able to take care of the rest but if the people with the lands and houses and food are just about six or seven or ten then hunger will persist in the body of christ many people have to step up i know many christians who say well they, they don't need money they don't need land they don't need house all they want is to go to heaven you will get to heaven all right but i tell you because of your economic state people will suffer in the body of christ and people will suffer in the body so we are just believing god that father bless us so that we can be a blessing to other people can i hear somebody clap your hands and praise god now so the first one is as many as had lands that is sufficiency they sold them sold them means they had the skill to sell the land because you see there are people that have a land but they can't sell it now you may have the land but you don't have the skill to sell it and you don't have the the the, the skill to rent it and you don't have the the skill to lease it and what is going to happen is unnecessary poverty is going to continue intellectual property in the sense that when you go to school and study and you learn sociology and the other day i was talking about hr now when you study hr human resource management and you come out and you don't get employment manage yourself manage yourself the knowledge you have received which you would have used on somebody else use that knowledge on yourself make something out of your life don't finish school and you are armed with a certificate and illiterates who have never been to school are any money by selling peanut and, and sachet water by the roadside and you are carrying a first degree from the university and you are doing nothing and when they ask you you say i'm unemployed how can you be unemployed with a first degree it means if you didn't have a degree i don't know what you'll be freezing point 
freezing point. So they armed you with knowledge, physics, chemistry, mathematics. Oh, I'm unemployed. Really? For real? I know there's a lot of unemployment around the whole world and, and COVID has made it more difficult. But I'm praying that somebody will receive enough favor. May you receive enough favor to be able to land a job. I can tell you that if you are diligent enough, God will put a job in your hand. And I'm praying in Jesus' name. Apart from sufficiency, may you have the skill to sell what you have. May God make you a master negotiator. May God make you a master negotiator, a master bargainer. Somebody who knows how to market your gift. If your gift is even stand-up comedy and you are a comedian, may you market it. I, I, I like the way, how many of you have heard of the name Ajua Smart? Ajua Smart, lift up you. Okay. How many of you have heard of Aki and Popo? Aki and Popo. Ajua Smart. Another person would have gone to hide under a bed and cry all your life. Why has God made me short? They too, they took their height. And I can tell you, the role Ajua Smart will play in a movie, you can play it. Aki and Popo, the, 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 the role they will play, you cannot play it. Look at the sport. Compare it with some of you who say you are tall. Now, so you know, instead of sitting there and cursing everybody, Ajua Smart made a name for herself. And when I ask who, who has heard the name of Ajua Smart before, everybody inside the room lifted up their hands. Those of you online, especially if you are Ghanaian by extraction, I'm sure you've also heard that name. And Aki and Popo, um, you know, I've never known their real names. But, and I don't even know which one is Aki and which one is Popo. The only thing I know is that either of them can be Aki and either of them can be Popo. And day two. So listen to me. There is nothing on earth you cannot sell. There is nothing on earth. Are those their children or what? So they have wives. And you cannot find one. And I'm sure their wives will be taller than them. you know what sometimes just stand there and blame yourself a little bit 80% of your thing is your fault and only 20% is somebody's fault only 20% is somebody's fault 80% of the thing is your fault 80% so having all sufficiency and there are people that can have all sufficiency and they are still broke because they lack the ability to sell it so he said and as many as had lands sold them that is skill and they brought the money or the prices of the things that were sold and they laid them at the feet of the apostles that is sacrifice sacrifice we need people in the body of christ to make sacrifice now so i'm talking about sacrifice here that some people have to make a sacrifice 
there is a time somebody will just decide maybe I have three cars I just want to sell one and then feed the poor somebody said I want to take one of the cars and I want to give it as, as a gift because I don't need all of them so sacrifice I've talked about sufficiency I've talked about skill sacrifice and the last one is supply so you supply the needs of others and and the supply depends on the one who is receiving the thing so the sacrifice depends on the ones who sold their things and brought the money and laid it at the apostles feet the supply depends on the faithfulness of the apostle that after they have put the thing at the apostles feet can the apostle be faithful enough to distribute this thing so that others can receive i believe with all my heart that our churches our ministries and the kingdom of god as of today has enough people in the body of christ that can feed the hungry in the church i also believe by the grace of god we have the skills to raise the resources to feed the hungry in the church two things are our challenge number one is the sacrifice do we have the people that can really make the sacrifice and say you know what i want to sacrifice what i have so that we can take care of the poor and take care of the needy and take care of the ones that are needing things in the house and then number two if those people can make the sacrifice and they brought in the resources will those of us too who are pastors and apostles and evangelists and teachers and priests in god's house who they bring the money to now they will not come and put their money at our feet physically but they'll put it in a basket it will go into accounts they'll put the money in a church in the church account or ministry account can we receive it and be faithful be faithful enough to make sure that we are giving it to the poor so the apostles were faithful enough to take the food and distribute it to the people in conclusion i want to say that you know what we have every capacity to kill the starvation and i'm praying today that on the kia platform eam fountain gate desert pastures the body of christ may the lord give us the anointing to kill starvation and i'm praying that any hand that is lifted may you be part of the people that have the power to destroy starvation receive that in the name of jesus it is the will of god for us to have all sufficiency because of the needs of others god wants you to have all sufficiency because of the needs of others so paul writing to the corinthians told them he said for every man according as he purposes in his heart every man according as he purposes in his heart so let him give let everybody give now the giving he's talking about here is not it's not laying hands on the sick and the sick getting healed and the other day i talked to you silver and gold have i none but such as i have give a thee in the name of jesus christ of nazareth rise up and walk over here when he's saying that every man according as he purposes in his heart so let him give he's not talking about giving a spiritual gift 
or ministering a spiritual anointing he's talking about money he's talking about resources food clothing things like that the people would need and i'm sure most of it was in the form of money because paul had to go around the various churches and carry the resources and send it to the people so he said every man according as he had need so let him give not grudgingly or of necessity for god loveth a cheerful giver and he said and god is able to make all grace abound towards you that you having you always having all sufficiency may abound to every good work god is able to make all grace abound towards you so that you having all sufficiency will be able to abound to every good work we are just believing god in jesus mighty name that all of us will have all sufficiency abound to every good work take care of everyone who is in need and that is what we are believing god for now look at the verse number nine the verse number nine says for us it is written he has dispersed abroad he has given to the poor his righteousness remained forever god has told us in the scriptures that we must never forget the poor and he said and don't forsake the poor that is within your gates you look at the man like apostle paul paul was a very anointed man he raised the dead he raised the cripple that man was so anointed went into the third heavens saw many things did many signs and wonders but and the early church they say the early church was very anointed but they took care of the poor among them in acts chapter 6 the verse number one the bible said and in those days when the number of disciples was multiplied we are praying for explosion we are praying for multiplication what we don't understand is that with the explosion comes a responsibility that the more people come into the church the more we will be responsible so sometimes we are thinking that if the church grows then people are going to come into the church with money they are going to come into the church with resources incidentally many of the people that will come into our churches are people that have need instead of people that have solution to the need okay so he said in those days when the number of the disciples was multiplied there arose a memory of the grecians against the hebrews because their widows were neglected in the daily ministration so their widows were neglected in the daily ministration that they were supposed to give food to um to 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 the needy and these people's needy people were neglected and they, they were not happy that their their widows were neglected and that was the first instance of confusion in the new testament and it had to do with food it, it, it didn't have to do with um spiritual things and the anointing and things like that the whole thing was food and i'm looking at paul the apostle in the towards the end of his life when paul had ministered and done his missionary journeys and did all that he had to do paul the apostle took up a certain ministration and that ministration was that at that time there was farming in in judea some strange farming we don't we don't know that you know that farming i talked to you about some time ago and and the, this farming hit judea very hard there were four farmings four farmings in that period and one of them was very strong and it hit judea hard and P paul the apostle 
was ministering among the Gentiles and he had access to these Gentiles to preach the word of God. And in those days, Paul the apostle will minister and he will go to the believers in Macedonia and other places and gather resources. And when he gathers all these resources and food and other things, he will take them to the believers who were in Jerusalem. And that was the life of the man of God. You read Romans chapter 15, the verse number 25 and 26. Romans 15, verse 25 and 26. The Bible said, Paul is speaking, and now listen to him. He said, now I go unto Jerusalem to minister unto the saints. I'm going to Jerusalem to minister to the saints. And you would think the man going to, the Jerusalem, going to Jerusalem to minister to the saints, you may think the man is going there to preach. But it had nothing to do with preaching. He was not going there to cast out devils. He, oh, stay with me where I am. He was not going there to cast out devils. He was not going there to raise the dead. He said, I'm going to Jerusalem to minister to them. The next verse talks about the ministration. What was the ministration? For it has pleased them of Macedonia and Achaia to make a certain contribution for the poor saints who are in Jerusalem. That the believers who are the Gentiles and who are in Achaia have made some sacrifices. They made some contributions. And I have, I have been there. I have gone to, to, the, to the Macedonians and I've gone to the people in Philippi. I've gone to all these people places and I have gathered enough resources. And I'm taking these resources to go and minister to the believers who are in Jerusalem. I'm taking them food. I'm taking them clothing. I'm taking them things that can give them housing. I'm taking them things that can make them comfortable. Ladies and gentlemen, at a certain point in the life of the church, we must think about the poor. We must think about the people that are in need. People are dying of hunger. They are, they are dying of hunger more than Corona is killing them. And we are here. If these signs shall follow them that believe in my name, shall they cast out devils? If they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. Look, <laughs> the deadly thing people are drinking is bad water. And it is hurting them, it's giving them sickness. And the way to deal with it is to give them clean water to drink. Like the kind of boreholes we are raising. That is what you do. The church cannot get out of humanitarian activities. No, no. We will have to get it. So like the kind of borehole project we went and did. This is Christianity. You are doing Christianity. Paul the apostle was not ashamed to gather food and send it to people. It's, it, listen, it's difficult to do evil. But good, it is easy to do good because it comes out of you. Out of the abundance of your heart, it comes out easy. I believe you've been blessed by this message. For further information, please visit www.eastwoodanaba.com. God bless you richly.